Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my brothers and sisters. Well, we're at the crossroads again, and you know all about it, and so do I worked on my taxes this afternoon. Okay, you want to talk about being at the crossroads? You know, how big should the deduction be? And you waver back and forth. You know, does the government really need my money anyhow? We're at the crossroads tonight of obedience and defiance. And I got to say that when I first looked at this, I thought, can I have another choice? I mean, I didn't like either of them, to tell you the truth. I mean, I know the answer, okay? The answer is obedience. But I don't like that word. I mean, it doesn't feel real to me. I, I have a four-year-old German shepherd. When that dog was a puppy, we sent it to obedience school. And it's amazing what that dog will do now for a dog treat. And I, I really like the devotional minute tonight. That was so well done. Because driving over here, I was thinking about the fact that I obey the rules of the road so that I don't have some officer stop me and say, Reverend, you were going a little too fast or you get in an accident. And then I think of some people who I suggested once that they use the word obey in their wedding vows. And this bride promptly informed me that if anybody was going to obey, it was going to be him. And do you know, we never brought that subject up again. Amazing. So, obey. It feels coercive. It feels manipulative. And it's kind of hard to get our hands around. And defiance, I think our slideshow put that out pretty well. When my kids were little and you were defiant in kindergarten, they had this thing called the blue chair. And you sat on it until you got yourself in order again. And can you remember being a teenager? Some of us, that was a long time ago. Yeah, you remember what happens when you're defiant and you're a teenager? You get grounded. You lose the use of your car. You're stuck in your bedroom on a Friday night. Oh, to be stuck in the bedroom now on a Friday night, that would be glorious. Yeah, times change. And what happens when you're defiant as an adult? You can get arrested. You can lose your job. You could even die. So I kind of just struggled with obedience and defiance. It kind of reminded me, I was in the grocery store the other day, and I saw this young lady, and she has on a shirt on the front, it says, Why? And then she walked by me, and on the back of the shirt, it said, because I'm the mom. 
That's for all the three and four-year-olds in the world today. Suppose we had a shirt out in the lobby that said, because I'm God. How many of us would feel a need to walk by there and say, why? Why did this happen? Why is my life going like that? I don't get it, God. Matthew 26. We should find great comfort in hearing this story of Gethsemane tonight. It kind of goes back to Jesus loves me. When I am weak, he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. That he does what I can't do. That he doesn't waver. He obeys. And he's there for you and me in those moments when we sleep. You know, he's got Peter, James, and John there. You'd think these three, after being on the Mount of Transfiguration, after seeing everything, the Lord's Supper is over, you'd think they'd be able to stay awake. But they prove to be human, just like you and me. They just couldn't do it, and they needed a God who would be faithful, who would be strong, who could obey. So when you pass the t-shirt out in the lobby tonight that says, because I'm God, make sure you look at the back. Because on the back it says, I love you. And that's why Jesus can obey. Let's pray. Go to dark Gethsemane. All who feel the tempter's power. Your Redeemer's conflict see. Watch with him one bitter hour. Turn not from his griefs away. Learn from Jesus Christ to pray. Amen. So, tell me about your Gethsemanes. The times when maybe you've asked, God, don't you have a plan B? You know, don't we have some other options here? Isn't there a other way to go besides this kind of obedience stuff? My wife and I live over off of Barrett Station Road. And if there's one thing we have on Barrett Station Road, it's nurseries. I mean, you can buy, the, and they're all getting ready to sell you plants and flowers and potting soil and fertilizer. I mean, you can just, it's really a fun experience on a Saturday when they're lined up out in the street waiting to get in there. The world is coming to life. And for X amount of dollars, they can make your yard look good. What's the story of Lent? It is God bringing his people to life. God taking our defiance and turning it into obedience. That we can obey only because we're loved.
And it doesn't get any better than that. And it gives us a reason then to look around our world just a little bit for those who need our love. And I'm kind of thinking about all those folks down in Texas just for a minute. Because isn't it amazing how quickly the world can move on to other subjects and other topics? And we can forget what's happening to people. Did you hear that story about 12 people living in a church van for four days? After four days, you'd either be my best friends or you'd be off the Christmas card list. There would be no in between. Can you imagine, though, not being able to find a plumber? Or going to Lowe's where they promise they have everything to find they have nothing. And there's no one to help you. It feels like there's no one who cares. Now let's talk about the really forgotten for a minute, and that's the children. Not only the children in Texas, but the children of our world. I saw Parkway North is closing down for an entire month because of COVID. Think of those kids, the kids and families who feel disconnected, kids who want structure. Can you imagine that? Did you in your life ever think you'd ask your parents if you could go to school? Kids want that. Heard about a couple. Their names were Ned and Netta. Netta is 77, Netta 75. And they're raising their two grandsons, ages 11 and 12. Their parents were killed in a car accident when those boys were four years old. And that family basically lives on Social Security and a small pension. And I always had to marvel at Lutheran family when you'd talk to kids and you'd ask them, what do you want? I mean, when you were a kid, 11 years old, what did you want? I wanted a race car set, you know, color TV. It was just being invented back then. All those good kinds of things. You know what these kids wanted? Three meals a day. A clean place to live in a bed without bugs. That's a shame when kids are living with that kind of defiance. The defiance of the world that says you don't count. Let's pray. When the woes of life o'ertake me, hopes deceive and fears annoy, Never shall the cross forsake me. Lo, it glows with peace and joy. So we're at the crossroads tonight. Defiance. You know what that really means? It means I know enough that I don't need you. That I can do it on my own. That I know what I'm doing How's that work for you? It's never worked for me. It just hasn't. I've always needed Jesus Christ. Now, obedience, 
Well, I also know I'm not some little lapdog, but I get a different picture tonight because obedience is cross-shaped. That's why I can talk about Jesus obeying because he obeys out of love. He obeys so that I can be loved, you can be loved, that we can live in forgiveness, that as he is lifted up, so we know we have life forever. Obey? Well, I can obey if it means I'm loved, covered in love, watched over in love, just embraced in love. So do you want to be loved tonight? Yeah. Then I can obey. I can obey because I am loved by God in Jesus Christ. Consider these words. Down shadowy lanes covered by broken dreams beyond the great salt of tears. The garden lies, strive as you may, you cannot miss it on your way. All paths go through Gethsemane. Sooner or later, pass through the garden gates. We kneel alone in darkness there and battle with some fierce despair. Good pity those who cannot say, not mine but thine, who only pray, Let this cup pass and cannot see the purpose in Gethsemane. It's good we are at the crossroads because it is cross-shaped. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all human understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, the life everlasting. Amen.